now because I've had a lot of questions just this week about branding your company. Like what name is a good name for your company and how do you choose a good name? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Anyway, how are you all doing out there on this beautiful Wednesday before Thanksgiving? I hope everyone is well. I hope everyone is is getting the rest they need as we're entering into the last few weeks of this year. Can you believe we are in the last few weeks of 2023? I literally, literally remember coming here and being like, hey, happy new year. How are you guys? And now the year is coming to an end. Welcome back to the Own Your Genius podcast, where we discuss building businesses, growing brands, and what else? Owning your genius. I'm your host, attorney LaConya Murray, owner of Off The Mark IP Solutions. Off The Mark is a boutique intellectual property firm representing innovative entrepreneurs, aka geniuses, who are looking to protect their brand and grow their business with ongoing legal support and business mentorship. We have a good one for you today, so let's get started. So when it comes to naming your business, having a compelling brand name, it is really the cornerstone for success. And we're going to talk about a few tips to guide you in your quest for creating a standout brand name that really resonates with your audience and sets you apart from your competitors. One of the challenges that I see before we get into those tips is, and the reason that I'm creating this podcast is because one of the things that I noticed is that people like to create brand names that immediately let someone know what your business does. And that's not a good thing. I always say that it's kind of lazy to do that. And while I understand, it's like, if, if I don't tell them what I do, how do they know? That is the purpose of your branding and your marketing. That's a lot of responsibility for a brand name to carry. So a few things that we like to talk about here at Off The Mark when it comes to naming your business is the first thing I will tell you is to ditch the descriptive. And I know it's very tempting to spell it out exactly what your business does in that name. But what we want you to consider is the allure and the mystery and the intrigue of having something that is not descriptive. So allowing your brand name to allude to what you do in a creative way, it be a way to kind of spark curiosity and it tells a story that's more likely to captive your audience than if, if the name is generic or descriptive. For example, when I first started my business, my law firm was the Murray Law Group LLC. And that was fine because at that time, as you know, I was the threshold lawyer. If it came over the threshold, I would take it. When I decided to niche down, I did not want to enter into this space as the Murray Law Group because why? Every attorney, right? Every Traditionally, every attorney law firm has some type of surname attached to it. I really wanted a name that would resonate with my potential clients. And so I went through um, a phase where I was just trying to figure out how I can connect with them. And I came up with this name off the mark because... We keep people off your mark. And one of the things that my name does is like, oh, off the mark. How did you come up with that? So there's a story behind it. And when people hear the story, they're like, oh, yes, that makes perfect sense. Or when they find out what I do, you know, with trademarks, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And now there's a way to connect them to our brand. So tip one, ditch being descriptive. Ditch it. Just throw it away. One of the things that you want to keep in mind, you know, piggybacking on that story is that for tip number two, you want to make sure that your brand name is memorable. The power of having a memorable brand cannot be overstated. I want you to opt for simplicity 
and avoid complex or generic terms that might get lost in a sea of competitors. Think of names that kind of roll off the tongue and they stick in the mind of your audience. A memorable name is a powerful asset that keeps you, you know, at the forefront of what customers recall. So choose wisely, which is why we went from Murray Law Group, because there are tons of attorneys with the surname Murray to walk the mark. I think that it's not only suggestive, but it's also memorable because it is short and it's easy to kind of roll off the tongue. So tip three, embrace uniqueness. I want you to not be afraid to have something that's not like everyone else. Like when you go to a city and you're looking for a barber or even a hairstylist, right? How many, um, you know, exquisite cuts are there? Like you can kind of throw a rock and you can find someone that has um, exquisite or allure or something like that as relates to their beauty um, business. And even here, even here in Montgomery, let's talk about, let's just talk about this whole unique thing, right? And this descriptiveness. This is another example. There is a med spa that opened up, I want to say last year, and I was invited to the open house. So I'm searching for the address. And I noticed that there's a med spa called, one is Med Spa Montgomery, and the other one is like Montgomery Med Spa. If that's not confusing, I don't know what is. I, standing out in a crowded market is crucial and your brand name plays a significant role in achieving this. Ensure that your name is distinctive and it doesn't blend into the background of your industry. Again, Med Spa, Montgomery, literally what you do and where you're at, right? So don't choose something like that. Choose something a little more unique, especially for your industry. Uh, a unique name is going to set you apart and it's going to create a lasting impression. The first thing you want to do to make sure that you have a unique name is conduct a thorough trademark clearance search to avoid unintentionally infringing on someone's trademark or having similarities with existing brands. And it happens. A lot of times when we're coming up with something, even if it's something that's not descriptive, it is on the creative side, we think that we are the only, like, you know, that we are the only person that came up with that name or something similar. And so we move full ahead, not knowing that there's someone else who might not have that same name, but they might have something similar. Remember, when it comes to trademark protection, trademarks protect not only the same, but also similar. So if you're in the same or related industry with someone and you have that similar name, that's still um, infringement. Tip four, one tip that we give our clients when it comes to creating a brand name is to experiment with the power of alliteration. You know, you want to add that poetic and rhythm touch to your brand so alliteration is simply the occurrence of having that same letter or sound at the beginning or of adjacent or closely connected words, right? So remember when we were younger, we would have that, um, I can't remember, like the little phrase we would say, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Really hard to say three times, but that's alliteration. Consider some form of that when you're creating your brand name. Because alliteration, it not only makes your name more fun to say, but it also enhances the what memorability. And that's one of the things that we want to go for when we're creating that brand name. Consider how the repetition of certain sounds can create a musical quality and make your brand name more engaging and pleasant to hear. The other thing that I tell people when we're trying to figure out what that brand name is, is to kind of dive into the themes of your industry Think about the values and the essence that you want your brand to invoke and explore names that um, are inspired by pop culture, nature, or even things that are in your industry that align with your specific brand's identity. So this having this 
thematic approach can provide a, a rich source of inspiration and infuse your brand name with depth and meaning. So I, those are some tips to finding some names. So let's see what this looks like in action. So when we're talking about descriptive names, I gave a couple of examples, but now I want to talk about it, these examples all in one industry. So let's say we're in the tech industry, right? And someone has a name and it's called Tech Solutions Incorporated. And I guarantee you there are a lot of tech solutions out there in the tech world, right? So in this example, Tech Solutions Incorporated, it's a very descriptive brand name and it explicitly communicates the nature of the business, which we want to stay away from. Because while it may convey the company's services very clearly, it lacks intrigue and memorability that can make a brand truly stand out. Descriptive names like these run the risk of blending in with numerous other similar businesses in the industry. And I see that a lot in when people are in these industry-specific niches. So no matter what that niche is, they have something that is very descriptive. So we want to stay away from that. So Tech Solutions Incorporated is not it. That's not the business. So let's go about what will we do? If we were to have, let's say, a memorable brand name, what could we come up with? So in contrast to Tech Solutions Incorporated, if we did something like Pixel Pulse, it's a memorable brand name that it creates two distinct words that have um, alliteration and a rhythmic quality to it. And this name is more likely to stick in the minds of consumers due to its unique and creative nature. It does what I want your brand name to do is it suggests a connection to technology without really just saying it. And it gives you that visual element while leaving room for interpretation, which makes it memorable and open to branding opportunities beyond a specific niche. Because that's another thing people do is they have these, when you have these descriptive names, you're kind of stuck in that, right? If you have a name like Pixel Post versus Tech Solutions Incorporated, you know that Tech Solutions is going to kind of keep you in one area. But Pixel Post, the opportunities are endless. So the whole purpose of this memorable brand name is to invoke curiosity and make a lasting impression Whereas descriptive names, while there's clear a message, it may not capture the attention as effectively. The other thing I want to give you an example of, because when I talked about having a, you know, creating a theme-based brand name, you know, many of you probably were like, wait, what? What does that look like? Let's talk about it. So we've had Tech Solutions Incorporated and we have Pixel Pulse. What if we were to have a name that draws on industry-related themes to create a brand name? So in this example, instead of the other two names, what if we did Quantum Bytes Innovations? Quantum Bytes Innovations. I like it because it does exactly that. Like it's going to draw on the industry-related themes um, that reflect technology advancements and innovation. The term quantum suggests cutting-edge technology and has like this futuristic theme to it. While Byte, and it's spelled B-Y-T-E, like the technology uses, um, it connects the fundamental unit of digital information. And then you can add innovations to it and it emphasizes the company's commitment to creativity, forward thinking, and solutions. I like it. I think this thematic approach not only communicates the tech-centric nature of the business, but also conveys a sense of progress and ingenuity. By incorporating these industry-related themes into the brand name, such concepts from quantum computing and digital storage Quantum Bytes Innovations positioned itself as a tech company at the forefront of innovation. And theme brand names like this not only provide insights into 
the nature of the business, but also contribute to creating a distinctive and memorable brand identity within the technology sector. So you say, that's great. Those names are good. How in the world can I do that? How can I come up with something? And I just say brainstorm. So before you settle into a brand name, unleash your creativity through brainstorming sessions. So just do like a brain dump. Engage in wordplay, mind mapping, association exercises that kind of explore the realm of possibilities. Just write words down. So what words are related to this industry? Just write them down. How do I want my clients to feel when they interact with me? Write it down. You know, what kind of service do we like? Write it all down. Use of the Thor's. I'm really keen on using the the Thor's for helping come up with brand names. You can kind of blend and merge concepts. So you you can have play on words. You can draw inspiration from visuals and you can ask for other people's help. And one thing I would tell you to do is when all this fails, you can literally make up a name, like make up words to come up with the name. Um, You see that all the time. Kleenex is a made up name. Escalator was a made up name. Like and they were strong brand names, except for Escalator. Escalator is no longer a brand name because everyone, those moving stairs are now all known as as um, Escalators. And that's a, another topic for another day as it relates to keeping that brand name, right? So after you do this, brand, this brain dump session, have a list of names and then just start doing a basic search just to see what's out there. I start with Google and then there's a website. Let me see if I can find it because it's a website where we check the availability of social social media names. So you can go to name checker, which checker is spelled C-H-E-C-K-R. The E is missing. So name checker. And I will check there just to see if anyone has it on social media. You can check, like I said, Google and even GoDaddy when you try to see if the domain name is available, which can we just talk about that really briefly is don't let the fact that the domain name is not available deter you from moving forward with the great brand name. So one of the things that I learned from this book is called, Hello, My Name is Awesome. And I think her name is Alexandra Watkins. It's a great book on naming your business. She said, use modifiers. So one of the things, like I said, when I first came up with niching, naming my business, when I decided to niche, I came up with off the mark. But off the mark domain was not available because there's someone else using it. And before you freak out, it's okay because there's no likelihood of confusion. I am an attorney and this person is a com. They do comic strips. So we're not looking, people looking for, to read the funnies are not looking for me, right? And vice versa. But if I, if I would have had this book, what I would have done was made my domain getoffthemark.com. But instead, I made it offthemarkipsolutions.com, which is really long when you want to say, hey, go to my website, offthemarkipsolutions.com. You give people so many opportunities to misspell something, even though everything is spelled the right way. But that's just one of the tips I wanted to give you. If you have a great brand name and you see where someone, you know, has the domain or they're trying to charge you a ridiculous amount of money to purchase the domain, consider using a modifier, like get, go, buy, sell. Like, what do you want them to do at your website? That's what I would say. I hope that you've enjoyed our first podcast back from our break because um, I think it was really needed. I did a talk two weeks ago in Myrtle Beach and this came up and this, when I came back, I mean, 
every time I was on the phone with someone. Matter of fact, I had to, someone gave me a name that was interested in trademarking. I was like, you just can't do it. Because when we talk about, it was just like another play on Tech Solutions Incorporated. It was so descriptive. And so what I did while I was on the phone with them, I was like, tell me about the brand. This is another way that you can, you know, brainstorm, had them tell me about the brand. And then I just picked up on some key concepts and how they wanted their client to feel. And we came up with a great brand name that's not descriptive, that's memorable, and it has a little play on um, alliteration. So there you go. I kind of feel that because the market is so competitive, no matter what market, no matter what industry you're in, the market is going to be competitive. And having a a well-crafted brand name is a key driver of success because it can help stand you apart from your competitors. And if you make that brand name memorable and you steer clear of overly descriptive names and you embrace uniqueness and you have a little play with alliteration and all these things that we talked about, you can be on the path to creating a brand name that not only stands out, but also resonates with your audience on a meaningful level. Those are my two cents. You let me know. What do you think in the comments? How did you come up with your brand name? I want to know that. How did you come up with your brand name? Let's take this conversation over to the Mark Legal community. I want you to share this episode with three people and have them meet you there.